0: You're listening to the Her Soul Podcast, a safe space where we focus on Christian living and mental health. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that Christ promises you. It's the Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey, friends, welcome into this week's episode of Her Soul. I am your host, Camille Allison. And I hope you guys are doing well. So this week, we're going to be talking about waiting. The title of this week's episode is called Stuck in the In-Between. So we're really going to hone in on waiting and patience, but specifically being stuck in the crossroads between where you are and where you want to be. Right? So I feel, you know, this channel is mainly like the majority of you are these goal-oriented, I want to better myself type of women. So sometimes when God calls us to the bench to take a seat, you know, we kind of lose it. There is this battle, this internal battle between the woman of right now versus the woman of your dreams or, you know, the woman you envision yourself to be. And we're so used to being in control. So when God says to take your hand off of it and let me work, you know. We literally have no idea how. We don't know how. And this is where a lot of our frustration comes in. This is where we start to hit our head. This is us being pushed into a waiting season we were not prepared for. And so I call this waiting season being stuck in the in-between because it literally is an in-between. You're in between the person of right now versus who you want to be. And in this area, In this in-between, it's full of a ton of different emotions. And the biggest ones that I can think of are the fear and anxiety because you don't know what to expect and you're not allowed to make the moves like you were before, right? There's also sometimes depression that can creep in because, again, for the same reasons, there are things happening and you can't necessarily control those pieces, right? Or sometimes it's just the simple fear You're waking up and you don't know how that day is gonna go because you literally, you just don't know. You're you're in um an abyss, you're in a extreme hiatus. Like you are literally waiting. And this is a scary place. Like honestly, it is a place of do I have my life together? I think a lot of times. Um, when you make that transition into adulthood, when you're like handling your bills and stuff on your own, that's your first kind of like tippy toe into this sort of like in-between area. It's like, how do I do this? And I don't know when you actually figure out how to fully be an adult because I'm 28. I have two boys. I am engaged to be married. We live in a house. You know, I'm doing a lot of adult things, but I don't think that I have it. And I know I don't have it 100% figured out. But I think that's When you first start to get into this adult life is when you first start to realize, you know, there are some things that you just don't know that are not in your arsenal that you have to figure out. And it is scary because you just don't know how things are going to turn out, especially if you're someone who likes to, who's very um, particular and likes to have their hand and know, you know, the ins and outs of what's going on. So, yes, this place is scary, but even though I don't have it all figured out. In some way, I am going to help you guys kind of navigate this scary place. As a disclaimer, number one, you guys, I am currently trying to find my way as well. I am currently in a waiting season. I am currently in this in-between place that I didn't know that I was going to be making a visit to anytime soon. But yet here I am. And I think that happens for most of us. We're just going along through life. And then all of a sudden, God pushes the brakes. And we are halted into this place we never imagined that we were going to be. So that is currently where I am. And this is such a sensitive um, topic for me right now. And while no, I don't have all the answers, what I'm sharing with you today is basically some things that God has already impressed upon me or some little nuggets that God has given me to keep me encouraged and to keep me going. And so that's what I want to share with you. Uh, The second part, to the disclaimer, everybody always wants to know, well, how long? We like to have a time frame, right? We like to be able to put a, a limit on things. We want to know when things are going to happen. And that's our human nature. We're impatient. Uh, sometimes to we fault. And so what I want to tell you is that I cannot tell you how long you're going to be in this waiting season. I don't know how long you're going to be stuck in this place for everyone, it will be different. Some of you will be there only a short while, but some of you might be there for quite a long time. But that's all a part of the scary unknown. I want to challenge you though, let's not think about the time that it takes because that's going to get you off focus from you know what's true, what truly matters during this season. So if you can remember that, do not focus on how long you're going to be there. Okay, that's not even really important. So no, I can't tell you, how long you're gonna be there? but let us um, just take comfort because I can help you find some bits of peace, some bits of comfort while you're there. I can give you what God has given me and hopefully it'll bless your heart and bless your spirit. Okay, so let's talk about it. You know, you're moving about your life. things are going about as normal. You've already you know you've got a general idea of you know the places that you're gonna go, the the things you want to do. You set your goals for the year, you know, so things are moving, around, moving along and this is, you know, things are going fine. There's not a hiccup or anything. Everything is moving as it should be, as you've already determined and planned out. And then all of a sudden, you are halted to a stop and catapulted into an unknown territory, this unknown, unfamiliar place. And you're upset. Because this is not what you had imagined for yourself. This is not what was already written down in your planner. You had no idea that this was going to be where you ended up. And not that it's a bad thing, but you're frustrated because it's something that you didn't see coming and it wasn't anything that you could have planned for. So now you're in this in-between space and you've got to figure out how are you going to navigate because you can't shut down. You've got people who are dependent on you. You've got your kids, you know, your family, you have a job, whatever it is. You still have to keep things going, but you know that you're not in the place where you thought you were going to be. And so now we have to figure out how are we going to get ourselves together to keep things moving, even though we're on this detour. Sometimes we are in a waiting season longer than we even know. Sometimes it doesn't hit us as abruptly. Sometimes, well, sometimes it will hit us abruptly and we'll be put into that waiting season. But we don't even realize that we've been there for a while until we've hit our head against the wall enough to see it. And then now we realize we're here and we're mad because this isn't the place that we were expecting to end up. One thing that I want to tell you guys in this waiting season is that this is definitely a period of testing. And this is sort of a warning. It's something to be on guard about. Because in your waiting season, when your faith has been shaken, when the things that you have prayed for are not coming to fruition, the devil is going to use this as an opportunity to seep in and get you really off track. So y'all, please be prepared. During this time, it's so easy to get distracted, lose your faith, give up on hope, but you have to know that these are tactics of the enemy to really get you off course. God has put you in a waiting season for a reason, and though we do not have the answer, we do not have it all figured out as to why we are there, the devil is going to try and use that as an opportunity to say, hey, I got a better way that's going to get you where you want to be faster. Again, it's a distraction. In your waiting season, y'all, you're going to be more vulnerable to the attacks from the enemy. He's going to move um, and make you just feel like you need to regain control because at the root of this, at the root of our fear and anxiety is the loss of control, right? So the devil is going to monopolize on that feeling and he's going to try and put things in your place that will help you to regain control. But you have to understand that this is not what God has called you to do. Sometimes on this show, I, it's really hard for me to get a point across without sharing something that's personal to me. And then I also battle with, I don't want to share things that are too personal because, you know, I don't want to reveal everything and God has not given the go for that or the story isn't totally over. But with this particular episode, it, I just feel like I have to tell you, <clears throat> which I've already told you that I feel like I'm in a waiting season. Um, But sometimes, you know, I'll wake up and like literally every day I'm waking up. I'm like, okay, God, what is today going to be? You know, and I'll just pray that he gives me his strength and his comfort that no matter what it is, no matter what I'm faced with, that I'll be able to take it, right? That it's not going to destroy me. And so oftentimes I'm reminded and I'll see this message pop up a million times reminding me to get back into my word, to go to my word. And so I'm praying, and I'm in my word, and I'm praying, and I'm in my word. And this last uh, class that I took in seminary was exploring the Old Testament. And I really appreciated that class because it encouraged me to start back at the beginning of Genesis and really take the Old Testament for what it is, to really see who God is, you know, to get to know God. You know, we focus so much sometimes in our modern Christianity, we focus so much on Jesus that sometimes we miss out on the true characteristics of God. So that class um, really inspired me to go back to the beginning. And that's what I've been learning and realizing in my own life is who God is, you know, what he means to me. Anyway, a couple of, or actually the last episode we had, we talked about um, Rebecca and Isaac. And them having their uh, two sons, the twin boys, and Rebecca jumping the gun and trying to ordain her paths, trying to take control of things because she didn't, she couldn't see how God was going to make it work. And in that same sto- Bible story, we can take away the message of have faith and trust God. Well, listen, chapter 30, fast forward, Rebecca and Isaac had two sons, Esau and Jacob. So now we are following Jacob. Jacob has Married Leah and Rachel, both of them are sisters. Leah can have kids. Rachel has been having trouble having kids. And so, not to be long about this, but to just give you a brief overview, Rachel and Leah are basically like competing to give Jacob these sons. Leah is popping out son after son. Rachel hasn't popped out any. Rachel decides to give Jacob her servant so that she can have a child uh, with Jacob that way. And so yes, her servant has a child and then Leah does the same thing with her servant and her child, or her servant has a child by Jacob and now there's that and they're constantly competing having kids and then it turns out that Leah has even more kids with Jacob and Rachel is kind of sad by the head Right? Um, the way that the chapter closed well, it's not the entire chapter, but the end of that section, um, verse twenty-two, it says, Then God remembered Rachel. He listened to her and enabled her to conceive. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son and said, God has taken away my disgrace. She named him Joseph and said, May the Lord add to me another son. So finally, at the end of that, Rachel finally has her first son. And I didn't even move any further into chapter 30 because I had to sit and chew on that for a while because Rachel had been praying and praying and praying for a child and was unable to have a child of her own. And then finally, God gave her what she asked for. But instead of her waiting and doing her due diligence during her in-between season, she caused a little bit more strife, right? She ended up giving her servant to Jacob And now her servant has a child by him as well. And so my study Bible pointed out, it said, eventually God answered Rachel's prayers and gave her a child of her own. In the meantime, however, she had given her servant to Jacob. Trusting God when nothing seems to happen is hard, but it's even harder to live with the consequences of taking matters into your own hands. And then I just wrote out a reminder to myself to have patience. And y'all, when I tell y'all in that moment, it was like God was giving me a hug. Oh my goodness, I can't even describe it. It brought me so much peace. It brought me so much confirmation because the things that I'm praying on, it's taking a little bit of time to come to fruition. And there are things coming up that are making me feel like, you know, I'm about to, you know, lose it. But what God did for me in this moment through this passage was He gave me that comfort and that peace to know, like, Camille, listen, girl, I have got you. I am taking care of it and I am taking care of you. You are okay. My anxiety subsided. I could take a deep breath and I wasn't worried. I just felt so at peace. And so, I wanted to share that with you guys because this story of Rachel, you know, you might not be asking for a child, but you're praying for something. You want something. You want to be at some point in your life and it's just not happening as fast as you want it to. But I want to encourage you not to take the things into your own hands. Let God work out his plan as he sees fit. Our plan cannot compare. So if you find yourself In a similar circumstance, then here is the message. It's a very simple formula. It might be hard to grasp and fully do, but it's extremely simple. Okay, you're going to wait, trust, pray, trust some more, wait some more, pray some more. You're going to listen, intently listen. And you're just going to trust God to do what he says that he's going to do. My advice in this in-between period, something that I've been doing, um, I know someone else who's going through their own sort of like little battle and one thing I've been encouraging her to do as well, is to just pay attention to your life during this time. Journal out your day. I love to write. If you don't like to write, if it seems like it's too much of a daunting task, just like scribble out a few things that have popped out to you during the day. Don't make it a big thing, but just write out those things really quickly, the big things that have happened, right, that have kind of stood out in your mind. And you're going to start to see some connections being formed. There's going to be, you're going to notice some lessons are being made plain to you. So what sorts of things consistently show up? You want to take note of that and you really want to analyze why. This isn't something that you'll figure out the first go around, most likely. It'll take you you know, a couple days, a couple weeks maybe till you start to see these connections and patterns form. But pay attention to that. There are lessons in this season that are hundred percent necessary for you to grasp in order for you to be successful, once you've been escorted out of your in-between, once you've been escorted out of that scary place when God finally takes your hand and says and, and blesses you, when he finally, like he did with Rachel, remembers you and grants you those desires of your heart, there are some lessons that you have to take under under your belt. So you want to pay attention and identify those areas that you're being stretched in, right? Sometimes we can delay our own deliverance. We delay our own deliverance by refusing to just simply pay attention. We're too hard-headed. We don't want to stop and see the lesson. We just want to hurry up and get out. That's why I told you guys in the beginning, don't worry how long it's taking. Don't focus on the time. Just pay attention to the present moment, the here and now, and really see God for what it is he's trying to tell you. Developing the, um, developing the skill of introspection is extremely important, not just for waiting seasons, but for your, your entire life. So really focus on developing that skill of introspection. Really get to know who you are your tendencies, and don't be afraid to challenge yourself to grow. I think depending on how you grew up and you know the people who surrounded you, what they told you you could do and what you couldn't do, we all have these set of limits that we grew up with that have been um, internally placed on us that are not necessarily true. And it's hard for us to break those shackles because it's the thing that we know to be true to us. But really, challenge yourself to let those limits go. My biggest prayer, the thing that I keep asking God for every single day is comfort. And I know that comfort can be dangerous sometimes because um, when you get too comfortable, you don't act or you get complacent and you don't see the, the way that God is working in your life. But I don't mean it in that sense. I mean it in the sense of peace, in the sense of whatever it is I have to face, God, give me the peace to go forward anyway. Help me not to shy away because I'm starting to get nervous about it. Give me that comfort and that peace to go forward with whatever it is that you put in front of me. Because in this season, right now, I am uncomfortable. I am extremely uncomfortable. But I make it a point to ask for his comfort and that he keep his arm around me. And y'all, day by day, day by uncertain day, he does just that. Just like he put me in the scripture that I just shared with you guys and gave me that peace in my spirit, that's what I mean. It's not for me to get comfortable and get stuck. It's for me to have his comfort bless me so that I can keep going. For me, being in this in-between is a testament of God's love. I absolutely feel honored that he considers me worthy of growth. So I'm embracing this season And I'm trying to take it for what it is, especially, I mean, even though it's not the most pleasant experience, even though it's a very scary and uncomfortable place, I'm just trying to embrace it for what it is, because ultimately, I know that there is better and there is greater on the other side. I know ultimately, things are going to work out for you. And I don't know, but for you, I can tell you for certain that this journey is going to be what you make it you have to just keep going. Know that God, like he did for Rachel, is going to remember you. He will remember you. He will answer your prayers in his perfect timing. When he says it's time, don't get wrapped up, you know, and try to control the switch or try to, you know, put your hand in the pot. Trust that God's plan is better than you can imagine. Keep praying. Stay in the word. Wait. And trust. This is the last thing that I want to say because I had this realization as I was preparing for this episode. So, my boys go to a Christian preschool, and I absolutely love that school. I love their teachers, I love everything that they're learning. Like, it really makes me excited for them uh, to know that they're being molded by such great people. And one thing that they do every month, every class has a scripture that they learn. And they do little hand signals and things like that. So for the month of September, they learned uh, Proverbs 3 and 5. And randomly, my oldest son, he's three, he'll be four in December, randomly Kingston will say this verse. And like the other night we were in bed, getting ready to go to sleep. And you know, sometimes when you lay down to sleep, that's when the thoughts start to creep in. That's when God really starts to or not God, but that's when your mind starts to take off and the worries and the fears and the anxieties start to creep in. The other night, it's like Kingston is my own guardian angel. The other night, he was laying in the bed and he said, he just randomly said the verse. And the verse is, he says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, Proverbs 3 and 5. That's what he always says. But he just randomly said it that night. And he will randomly say it. And every time I I pick up on it and I catch him saying it, I'm like, thank you, God because I know that's that nugget, that's that peace, that's that comfort that he's sending me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3 and 5. I'm going to leave you with that. I pray your week is blessed. I pray that this is helping somebody navigate this scary in-between place. Um, don't forget to hit me up on social media, Camille Allison underscore on Instagram or uh, her soul XO on Instagram. And you guys, I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Talk to you later. And I love y'all.